Obama, I made it to Forbes. <laughs> Yo, what up guys, your boy Williams Fitness back again with another video and I have got Kenny KO on the channel. Finally, we've been talking for what, three, four months about getting you on. Um, yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally we've done it. Those of you who don't know who Kenny is, um, I don't know what you're doing on my channel. You should already be subscribed to him. He is quite literally the king of drama in the fitness industry. He has caused wars over trend, civil wars over, I don't know, anything to do with steroids. He said bang more times than Batman. <laughs> um, so, Kenny, obviously there's a few things people want me to talk to you about. Um, I think we'll start in some sort of chronological order. So if we go way back when to Brad Castleberry, what made you like think right with your channel? You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start calling these guys out for all the BS they're putting out in the industry, and I'm not just going to do it on a video like some guys do. I'm going to approach them face to face and say, you know what, what you're doing and what you're saying is all BS. How did that all come about? Let's see. Damn, we're jumping way back here. Let's see. <laughs> um, basically, I was in the position of everyone else in the fitness industry where you just see what's presented on social media and obviously the times have changed now with Instagram and all the different platforms and how much people talk about actual stuff. But when I first started and I was in my teenage years, no one really talked about steroids or pro hormones or anything anabolic. It was all everyone's natural, everyone's training, just everyone's at a much higher level than you and they've been doing it for 10 plus years. So I was definitely gullible, and I, I believed it. I bought into it. I thought all of my icons, Mike O'Hearn, Arnold, like everyone was natural. Like the, no one was taking anything other than, you know, the top level sports athletes that were getting busted for it. So I went through and then time to like passes by. And one of my friends is like, yeah, I've been on test and such and such for so long. And I was like, just blown away. So then I figured, you know, I couldn't be the only one who's been through that. And then out of passion, I just kind of wanted to spread like the truth and information out there for people to actually fully understand the grand scheme of things, whether someone's natural or not, whether someone's taking something, just so you know that obviously genetics play a factor, but you know the exact route they took in order to get there. So if you have like a very similar structure, very similar physique to someone, you kind of know how they got to the point they're at, whether that was natural or not. So just, I guess, out of pure passion and just for fun making videos, it turned into what it currently is. So for you, would you say when it started out, it was more for to keep people morally grounded for what they're saying and what they're doing? Yeah, especially, I mean, every industry has this, but the fitness industry is just so much like bullshit and non-transparency, lies, deception, people trying to push sales and ultimately they claim the natural status so that they can push more product. You know, they want to say that this supplement sponsor or this supplement I'm taking got me to where I'm currently at, but they fail to mention what anabolics they took on the journey there. So it's basically at the end of the day, just to promote sales is majority of why them are, or most of them are doing it. Yeah. I think, uh, like you say, when you go way back when, and you, you're watching all your idols and you start taking the whey protein, thinking you're going to put a bit of size on, and then you start taking like the, the fake testosterone boosters. I mean, mm -hmm. I think we all pretty much did it from like 
early to mid late teens. Um, so obviously going from that and obviously the moral standpoint you took with that and then obviously bridging that gap to Brad Castleberry, what led you to think, right, I'm going to not like target him, but obviously at the time he was sort of peaking in the industry with regards to not just the fake weights, but the fake natty sort of thing going on. What made you think, right, I've seen him at an expo. He's the person I'm going to start calling out first. Basically, it was like, okay, the fake natty was a thing. It was super popular. I think I was one of a couple channels that was kind of touching on the fake natty thing on the YouTube scene at that time. And then I started to, I forgot how I even stumbled upon it. It must have been like the recommended on the side YouTube videos. I saw a video on Brad Castleberry lifting like these astronomical weights with ease. Now, obviously, in a lot of his clips, there's someone helping a lot. But regardless how much that person's helping, he's still lifting like insane numbers. So the more I dived into it and looked, there's been people who challenged him to come do lifting meets, prove his numbers, never did it. So it just seemed like so off to me. And then every single clip, he's using the same weights. So once I kind of like summarized and got it all together into like my first ever Brad Castleberry video, I was just basically like, look, here's the best numbers in the world. And this dude's like repping it out. So, you know, obviously something's off. So at uh, Olympia 2017 was the first time I confronted Brad Castleberry in person. And I think that was what kind of set my channel apart from majority of people, because obviously on YouTube, you're going to have commentators, you're going to have people that are keyboard warriors talking, you know, shit online. That's always a given. But I wanted to be like the first person that not only does that online, but also does it in person, like can back it up. So... But what was nice actually about uh, 2017 was no one knew who I was, so no one knew what to expect. Now if I go to a fucking expo, everyone knows what's coming so they can like pre-think what they're going to say to me before I even walk up. Um, so back then, yeah, Brad didn't even know who I was, called him out in person about it. He, and that was the, I guess, the spark or the initial trilogy or series to the Brad Castleberry callouts. So when that happened, what was like going through your mind? Did you, did you, did you like get shocked? Did you think... Or did you like preempt any sort of physical altercation that might come of it? Or were you just like, I need to get this content, I'm calling him out and that's it? I've just always had the mentality of not giving a fuck. <laughs> like, it's just, um, I don't really think about the repercussions. And even if there were repercussions, like say someone at an expo did swing on me or something, like so be it. In my mindset, it's like that would just make good content. Like I've told my videographers that follow me around at expos, like if someone swings on me, and like, regardless if it like knocks me out in one punch, like just keep recording, like it's content. Like I know there's gonna be people who like me, people who dislike me. So it's gonna be content for the people obviously that dislike me and they wanna see me get knocked out, whatever, you know, situation they wanna see play out. So, um, but I just, I've seen a lot of people that say I have balls and all this like crazy stuff, but I just don't really think about the repercussions of it. It's just never been something that really worries me. Okay, so from that, fast forward to obviously, um, was it the LA Fit Expo you were just at with Simeon? Um, I've not long watched the, the video you posted. I'll put a link into the, in the description for that one, where he's he basically stood by a billboard, asked me a question, and I think he spotted you way before you even walked over. Um, so what, what was sort of going through your head then? Like, Did you think when he walked over, he was going to talk to you? Did you think he was going to like knuckle up with you? <laughs> No, so <laughs> it was a funny situation. So I remember first off that Simeon did something similar. I think it was with Cassidy Campbell's channel like a couple years ago, rough time frame, where he did like a sit down Q&A type thing. But I was filming with Laura Lee, who's a bikini competitor. And then just like out of the corner of my eye, I saw Simeon walk by. 
and I'd wanted to film with him the entire expo. And I was like, oh shit, like this is my chance. Like, I don't know where he's been at the entire expo. So I watched where he went and then luckily it was just right place, right time. I described this on my most recent video. He had uh, the ask me anything like booth pretty much directly behind me. So I was like, oh, perfect. Like as soon as I finished this, I knew how it was going to play out. I knew that he was going to do like an interview. They were going to ask questions back and forth with the interviewer about Simeon's training, lifestyle, et cetera, to get him to the point he's currently at. And I knew as soon as it wrapped up, because it happened a couple of years ago, they were going to open up like the questions to the crowd, anyone that would have questions about anything he said or about his training, whatever it may be. So as soon as I finished filming with Laura Lee, I walk over and I'm just standing there. And as soon as I even walked up, I was standing there probably for like 10 minutes before they even opened up the questions to the crowd. Simeon just kept looking over like he knew I was going to do it. So, but the interviewer had no idea. So once they finished the questions, he goes on the mic. Does anyone from the crowd want to ask some questions? I, of course, like raise my hand and they're like, just walk up to the mic. I walk up and that's when Simeon's like, oh, no, no, not this guy. And unfortunately for me, the mic wasn't working that they had for the crowd. But my first question was, are you natural? And I was going to kind of lead that up to a full blown conversation with Simeon. And I had some DMs from people that had some ideas of I should have had people from the crowd come up and ask the same thing so he wouldn't be expecting it, oh. <laughs> which, was, which was such a banger idea. I can't believe I didn't think about it. I should have just like sat back and had other people ask it for me. That way he wouldn't have known it was going to happen. But uh, yeah, the mic wasn't working. The interviewer runs up to switch out the mic so I have a working microphone because at that point the interviewer didn't really know what was going on still. And Simeon's like, oh, hell no, like I'm putting an end to this before he even gets a chance to have a lot like a large speaker asking if he's natural or not. And there's a giant crowd now at this point. Everyone knows I'm there. Everyone knows Simeon's there. Everyone knows what's about to go down. So everyone's, of course, recording with their phones. And that's when Simeon like takes the mic, won't let me speak on the mic and goes on his long rant about me being a troll and et cetera, et cetera. Of course, I think that clip actually it. went, it went viral before you'd even like finish the expo. I saw it on several different accounts before you'd even like even managed to address it, post it. Um, oh really? I think that's, yeah. Yeah. It was blowing up all over Instagram. That, that clip was. Oh damn. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> but I still want to answer my question. Damn it. He still hasn't answered it. I well, I know if he's natural or not. I'm pretty sure he's at body power this year. So I'm Instagram. going body power. So I will ask that question on your behalf because you won't have a clue who I am. <laughs> oh, bro, you honestly should. That would be some gold. I'll just send content. you the clip and you can post it. <laughs> you just got, I mean, you can come up with so many things to say. Not even just like, are you natural? Just be like, how does it feel training natural for 10 years? But like in a um, sarcastic type of way, it would be perfect. Do you ever feel like you should flip the script and go to people who claim they take steroids? And, and just quiz them on not taking them because they look so small. Yeah. <laughs> like, is your source legit? That's what but I'm... I mean, I've, I've definitely been guilty of that too, though. So I can't even hate on them. I know how much fake shit there is out there nowadays too. And that's why I always encourage kids not to take stuff unless it's like pharmacy grade or they have a good like reputable source. Just because there's so much bunk like gross stuff out there. I've gotten some gnarly infections before in like my shoulder and my leg. It's just, you don't know ultimately unless it's from a pharmacy. That sort of transitions into one of the questions someone wants to know is what are you currently cycling if you are on cycle and where can they get them from? Um, okay, I see. So that's actually a big misconception too. Everyone thinks I'm on because with the people I hang out with on a regular basis that are always like doing crazy shit. They think I'm on like all that crazy shit. Like I actually don't run anything crazy. Now and then I'll throw like some SARMs into the mix for maybe a couple weeks at a time. 
but it's nothing that's gonna like blow me up like i've been more the individual where i believe in like the slow steady pace just always increasing obviously going past your natural genetic potential but more in like a slow pace rather than just like one to the other so right now for instance i'm just on trt 250 milligrams a week of test sip um and that's it right now i'm taking some time off so i mean it's a natural range i would say for my height and body weight is about 250 it might be a little bit on the higher end of the spectrum but i know people that are taking like trt 300 milligrams a week um but yeah, like I said, now and then I'll just throw like some SARMs in the mix. That's about it. I'd say my most extreme cycle was when I did my contest preps, but that's because I had to be like my most absolutely dry, vascular, insane condition I've ever been. Um, and that I had basically just a bunch of SARMs mixed with like some low dose test. So nothing like too extreme. The most extreme thing I've ever done though was for the Enhance 2 documentary was, was, that, was that one week where I did, I think it was like anywhere from 20 to 25 IUs of GH with a bunch of insulin, but it just felt so shitty. And then it was just a bunch of water retention. Uh, you could see like in the documentary, my whole face was like the moon face where it's just <laughs> swollen with water. My feet and ankles were swollen and just the pedal edema. I could feel when I was like sleeping or laying down, like my heart was like struggling with like all the water retention and fluid. It, it just was not a good feeling, but obviously no one should ever run GH and insulin that high regardless. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's where I, it kind of implemented to me, but everyone's like, you ran this you know crazy cycle for a week, but you didn't gain that much. It's like, okay, bro, it's a week. Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect to gain from a week other than a shit ton of fucking side effects? Like it, it may like blow you up because your muscles are, you know, extremely full of water. It, muscles are essentially made of water. So like I was a lot bigger, but as far as like the overall lean muscle tissue gain, I feel like you can only gain so much so quick. Yeah, true, true. So one of the questions someone's asked is what's the current situation with Jeremy Buendia? Have you given him a million dollars yet? <laughs> I mean, what, what's going on there? If um, I can't talk about it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, is it still ongoing? Um, the court process still ongoing with that? Let me see how I can phrase this and word this. Um, are I you? I tell you I what, guess are, you, are you going to do another a video on it at any point this year to sort of catch everybody up with what's going on? Not to my knowledge, unless I mean my channel is always up in the air. Who's to say what's going to happen? in the future if me and him bump into each other if we end up filming and doing whatever i really don't know if that would ever happen or not but at the current moment no i don't see a point in it but let me see what i can say about the lawsuit um i think it's still technically underway but i'm in the process of like trying to get out of it if that makes sense right okay yeah yeah so do you think it'll actually go all the way through then or have you been advised that it's it can be squashed I think it can be squashed. I think it's a kind of big misunderstanding, just a bunch of like individuals in the equation who all have a very strong opinion of themselves and what they're trying to like, you know, say and do. <laughs> so it's kind of like an ego battle at the end of the day. So with regards to obviously um, the, the content you've put out, you've obviously pissed off a lot of people in the industry. Yeah, that's for sure. How big <laughs> is your blocked list? Are we talking Instagram? Insta, well, just Insta, yeah, yeah. Like people I've blocked or people that blocked me? People have blocked you. Um, let's see. 
it's hard to say, honestly. There's probably people who have blocked me who have no idea have blocked me. The only ones I know off the top of my head would be um, Brad Castleberry, of course. Um, but that's really the only... Oh, and Jeremy, of course. Those are the only two I can really think of off the top of my head that are like bigger name social media influencers that have blocked me. But I'm sure there's been plenty of people who have blocked me. I'm the type of individual, though, where I will never like really block someone unless they go, you know that place that no one should go like the racism all sorts of stuff mm. like that where it's like too far then i will yeah, block yeah. them but if it's just like hate comments towards me or someone i filmed with or something like i think it's fair game so i never block anyone over that stuff so do you think people i mean i genuinely think people have you very misunderstood as an individual not just the you know the youtube content creator i mean i've seen comments on all the videos where you get mentioned where people do like their little shitty online call out videos or call your basically call call your bluff on shit um and i've seen some very very nasty comments towards you um and you know you, like simeon said people basically saying that you're like toxic to the industry and i i think i genuinely see you in a, in a completely different light i see the the canny ko that's in front of the camera, you know, doing the, you, you know, the, the call outs, the clips for YouTube. But then I think there's, there's, there's a lot more to you as an individual and a person than just this um, almost character, so to speak. And I'm not saying that you put things on for show, um, but if you could tell people in a way, um, how could I describe it? That, um, let's say like you were it, reading the back of a book and it was your biography. What would it say? As you, as you as an individual? He's not actually Kenny K.L. No. <laughs> Short and sweet. Um, let's see. Basically, I mean, I always tell people that I meet in person, and I've had people tell me this so many times, like, I'm so different than how I am on my channel. Like, what you see on my channel is essentially the most opinionated versions of, of myself that get basically requested by like my fans or people that DM me a certain video topic or something that needs to be like spoken about. But that's just like YouTube in general, like everyone I feel has some type of character online, unless they're like 100% trying to be like the genu their genuine self on social media. But for me, I don't think that would be intriguing or engaging enough if mm -hmm. I was just myself because I, in person, I'm such a like a nice, um, open minded, like judgment free type person where it would just be so neutral, like there'd never be any type of like conflict or controversy or anything like that. And I know how social media works with even reality TV, YouTube, like people just love drama, essentially. That's why majority of TV shows that air have basically just the clips of like all the drama stuff that's happened throughout the seasons that they filmed. And then they throw that into all the episodes. So for me, it's essentially actually like a character and a lot of people don't know this, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, where take like Dom Mazzetti, for example, bro science. I don't know yeah. if you're familiar with the channel or not, Yeah, yeah. but he puts on a character for his YouTube channel, but he's totally different in person. Like it's kind of mind blowing to see because a lot of people would think that's like his actual character. Um, but obviously if you think about it too, <laughs> it couldn't be his character. You couldn't be like that all the time. So I'm also the type of individual where like the fitness industry, is great and all, but it's not even the type of YouTube content I watch the most. Like I'm actually watching a lot of other YouTubers in a bunch of different areas, like genres totally different than the fitness industry. So it's really me trying to be the most extreme controversial version of myself, almost like forcing it on camera 
in order to provide the content that people want to see. That's, I think that's probably the perfect way to put it. Perfect. Um, somebody's asked, what is, <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to anyway. Yeah, do it. What Send is the it. situation with Nicholas, no arms or power? Are you I talking think... about Nick's strength and power? <laughs> yes. Is that? <laughs> They've put Nicholas, no Wait, Nick... arms or power. No arms. Does he have no arms? I don't even know. Does he have I small think... arms? Yeah, I think so, personally. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> um, so what's the situation with him? Yeah, I mean, is there, a, is there still a beef, I presume? I don't think there is. is uh, no, we crushed the beef um, probably about like a year ago, I'd say. Let's see. We had the controversy probably a little over, maybe about two years ago now. Time's been flying by. Um, and then we had like some beef for a little bit and then we crushed the beef. And then I filmed with him at, was it Arnold? No, or maybe it was Arnold. It was one of the Expos or Olympia. Or no, sorry, it was Olympia. Sorry, I'm getting them all mixed up now. I got so many Expos. But um, we filmed, we talked in person. It was actually really cool. He's a, he's a good dude. So no beef or anything towards him. We pretty much like crush the beef and not, not even to like hate on him at all. I just haven't watched any of his content, but, but that's because, like I said, I don't really watch like the fitness content that much anymore, unless it's something like drama related or something that's going to like pique my interest. I just can't watch like the competitor bodybuilding scene as much. And that's like no hate towards like, I know cause you probably Listen, do as well. I don't watch him either. I'll just put okay. it that. I ain't watching him either. <laughs> but, uh, like, there's a lot of people that will ask me questions about, like, these other YouTubers or channels. I'm like, I can't even, like, voice an opinion because I just haven't watched them in a long time. But as for the beef, yeah, there's no beef. Okay, cool. Um, somebody's asked, are you single? At the moment, yes. I got my relationship um, probably about three months ago would be my guess. Yeah, Moved I think to Vegas about a two yeah, months ago. about it not long ago, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, that's been an adjustment period for sure. But yeah, single at the moment, which has been good though, because it's allowed me to really like focus on like my YouTube channel and just growing myself essentially. I've noticed on your Instagram, you are growing as a single individual. I have seen a lot of um, <laughs> girls on your Insta. There's a lot of booty going on there, bro. <laughs> the, the DMs are popping. No, um, <laughs> no well, what's funny is um, I moved to Vegas once I got single and obviously now there's no repercussions for what I really post. So I posted workouts with some of like the Instagram models because Vegas has tons of them. And then I was getting a bunch of DMS from people saying like, Oh bro, we love the single version. Kenny KO, like keep posting this content. So I was like, okay, like if this is what you guys want, like I'll post whatever <laughs> you want to please you. So now anytime I work out with like an Instagram model or something, I'm just kind of posting that on my story and stuff. So how did your relationship with Craig come about? Cause you spend a lot um, of time training with Craig. I think you two are like, yeah, fuck that guy. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. Uh, <laughs> tell Craig to be careful. He can't fuck with me. Um, let's see. I met him or I've known of him for quite some time, but then I met him officially in person at Olympia last year. And I knew he lived in Vegas because of that. And when I was planning to move to Vegas, I announced that I was going to be actually moving here. So he reached out to me. We started talking and then just out of pure coincidence, the house I moved into is about like a four minute drive from his house that he just bought. So we're pretty much like neighbors essentially. And we'll go to the same gym and train and just because we're like so close and in person and 
kind of had the same sense of humor in a sense. It's just kind of came about from there. I think you two are absolutely hilarious on Instagram together. You you need to do some sort of like podcast of just, I don't know. You need to do something together, not just I want to do, um, we have some ideas. We want to do like some pranking at the mall because we started to do little snippets for the LA Fit video, but he had to go catch his flight. But we want to do like a full dedicated video to just like absolutely fucking with people. And then I also want to do essentially what you just said, like a podcast style or even a reaction video style where me and him just sit down and react to whatever people send in, whether that's like fake weight lifts or people doing Photoshop, whatever it may be. That's, that's got to happen. Honestly, that's got to happen. I think you two <laughs> are just fucking hilarious together. And then those clips where he's just going up to people and he's just going, be careful, be careful. <laughs> but be careful. <laughs> Such a straight face when he's doing it. Um, somebody's asked, um, would you rather dicks for hands or fingers for dicks? Dicks for hands or fingers or fingers for dicks? Like yeah. your like your dick is a finger? Like each finger is or each finger dick. is a dick. Or it's just like one giant dick. Or one big dick each. Like on each <laughs> hand. Okay, let's see. Hmm. Fuck. Probably one dick uh, I wonder, can you still grab stuff with like the dick fingers? I don't know. Because it's kinda <laughs> impractical. I'm this thinking is the like when you ask people on Instagram I'm thinking, questions. <laughs> I'm thinking like just the dicks for hands. That way you could just go ham on some chicks, you know? Like no girl probably like a finger is already a finger size. Like it's just gonna be a dick the size of your finger anyway. And the only benefit I guess would be you could maybe still grab stuff, but at least if you have like a full like dick for a hand, like girls would probably be into that. I don't know. I think a lot of thought went into that, Kenny. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> I never thought I would have thought that deep about that type of question. <laughs> um, what are your plans for uh, 2020? What, what's, what's coming on the channel? Um, are you taking your channel into a different direction maybe? Are you sticking with the same format? Yeah, so I mean, I've been so busy. Let's see. I'm definitely going to still have like the regular Kenny KO type content. So like the call outs, um, exposing people that need it. I'm also, since I was just in LA, I'm starting to do like Q&A videos. I've yet to release them, but I'm going to start doing like some funny Q&A style videos with a bunch of like Instagram models or Instagram thoughts, whatever word you want to use them. Um, and then let's see, I want to do like some like prank style videos using like some of the catchphrases like with Craig that we just talked about. Uh, let's see, more interview style type stuff, very similar to like what you're doing right now. Just because it's like more raw and uncut, almost like a yeah. podcast style. And people want longer videos. They want to hear people talk and socialize back and forth. And then also my interviews, though, I want to get like controversial, like people that hate me on. So like if you were Brad Castleberry right now or something and we're just going back and forth, it's very hard to set that up because no one really wants to talk face to face with someone they hate. But or like on a podcast style, but I just think it would be some gold content. But really, it's just trying to... I guess essentially take the content to like the next level and just have the consistency very much like yourself. So, okay. So obviously uh, enhanced is out at the minute. Um, have you watched that yet? I've yet to watch it. Ooh. You watched it though, right? Not yet. No, oh, no, not yet. Okay. Not yet, not yeah. Yet. I still need to watch it. I've heard good things. People have DM me. They said they loved it, but I mean, only time like I saw what was filmed, but I don't know what parts they used. So that's what has me worried. 
because <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, like what they get me doing on this fucking documentary <laughs> with that big moon face going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh no, there could be a lot of bad shit that like my parents and everyone's gonna see. But so yeah, I'll have to watch it. You've announced today you've got your new merch coming soon. Um, have you got a release date for that? Is it something people just need to keep an eye out on Instagram for or YouTube? Probably tomorrow. I think I would have it done. Cause it's all through teespring so they do all the manufacturing and everything i just set up like the design and how i want it yeah I do. That but too. it's gonna be like some very similar to like the merch i already have which is just gonna be um like more of the catchphrases that happen from la fit that people I have been requesting and wanting i think that's the, one of the biggest selling points for you is how quickly you can come up with not just a catchphrase a hashtag and then the t-shirt follows and it just mm -hmm. becomes this, this this weird little roller coaster from just you saying one thing and then it's just all over social media. Yeah. So I always tell people, like, I'll be in the moment, like, talking to someone. But my brain is always, like, going haywire. Like, if I'm talking to, for instance, Brad Castleberry, I'll be talking to him. But in the back of my head, I'm listening to everything he says and thinking of potential, like, marketing tactics or, like, what I can turn into merch or what I can start using as a new catchphrase in, like, upcoming videos. And I do that with everyone or with Simeon Panda, whoever I'm filming with. Like, my brain is just always all over the place. Okay, finally, Kenny, when are you coming to the UK? Dude, honestly, I want to because I want to hit up FIBO, right? That's in, or no, that's Germany. That's Germany. Um, body Power is UK. What's the, oh, Body Power, that's right. So I want to hit up Body Power, especially because all the expos I've done have only been US-based. So I want to hit up Australia. I want to hit up UK. I want to hit up Germany. Um, I think there's some other big ones elsewhere outside the US. But I want to hit up, like, expos outside of the country for sure so i'm gonna try and make body power because that's end of march right uh, may oh may yeah, yeah so okay still, so it's may i think still it some time yeah so once i get this uh this whole passport situation settled then <laughs> i'll make that happen <laughs> okay kenny uh, what i'll do i'll drop uh, a link to kenny's channel below his instagram uh even his teespring for his merch that's coming out um some, at some point tomorrow maybe um and Kenny, thank you so much for coming on the channel. Um, it's been enlightening. Um, is there anything you, that you want to say to sign off with? Yeah, if you guys aren't yet subscribed to my boy, definitely do it. Make sure you turn on his post notifications. And also remember, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man.